You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Um, it's Monday, and uh, and there are two fan bases. Daniel and I are here. Yeah. By the way, really quick, uh, today's episode of Lockdown Bulldogs and Lockdown Podcast Network is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundboard for TV, music, gaming, and more. Visit <laughs> Sonos.com. Learn more. Daniel's here. I'm here. You're here hey, on man. the podcast side. Uh, hey, well. Bama fan has been here for a while. Um, sure. The Walmart headquarters has called them, has told them that they are no longer employed and to stop sending in the timesheet. And they are still sending in the timesheet, even though. Mm. But you know who's not here, Daniel? Ah, it's real quiet. It's real quiet. <laughs> Listeners Ooh. of the pod, please go back and check out the YouTube comments for the novel. That is oh, it is a good time. Novel. It, it is, is a good hilarious time. to me. Serena was in full effect on Twitter. I went back and checked in with all all y'all Michigan fan, and y'all didn't want to y'all didn't want to chat. No, no, the YouTube comments were a real fun time. I just want to apologize in advance. I could not get to all of you, uh, and so if I did not get a chance to respond to your comment, it's because there were so many of you, and you were all so idiotic that it was difficult for me to reach out uh, to everyone Let's personally. Say, but just yeah. know from us to you. We see you, and we read your comment. Oh, we know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I apologize. As somebody who lives in the Midwest now, I apologize for the Midwest people. They were they were foolish, Daniel. Okay. They They just they they were were foolish. Um, Let's do some things. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about this game. We're going to break it down in some current aspects. I I want to Daniel. We have some hot takes and some cold takes that were given to us last week by Michigan fan. But sure. But I think here's here's how I kind of want to here's how I've been thinking about in my mind. I want to talk about things that everybody's talking about. Okay. Things that no one's talking about that you and I should be talking about, and then kind of grab bag everything else at the end. Um, So can we start this game? With what everybody is talking about, Daniel? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, Stetson Bennett, the fourth, said, get off my lawn. Get off my social media app that I don't have. Get off my life. I don't care about you. I don't care Mm -hmm. for anybody else besides the people in this building. And I will Mm-mm. ball and throw where Mm-mm. I want to throw, to whom I want to throw to, when Mm-mm. I want to throw to them, and you will not yep. touch me as I do so. No. Um, <clears throat> who's making fun of who for wearing mailman hats while other people are out there recruiting five-star quarterback? I just don't – because who who's never won a big game against a real opponent? Who's never – Stepped up when it matters the most. Who who's not good enough to win his team a championship? Okay. Um, well, see the thing about it is, Clint, what that um, there were some people in this game that were not good enough. 
but none of their names were Stetson Bennett. No, sir. You understand? Yes. They were not. They were probably not even juniors, much less the third or the fourth. No. Okay. You understand? No. They, their mom didn't find it appeasing or beneficial enough to name them after dad because they were half the man dad was. Stetson is four times okay. the man his ancestors were. Guys, this man came out here, slung it wherever he wanted, got out of pressure. Stetson Bennett, thank you. Can we talk about some narratives, Clint? Let's just run through a list of narratives going into Please. the game. Um, Please. Okay. Here, one of the narratives is Stetson Bennett can't win the big game. Okay, I think we just I think we just handled that. Next topic, he put, Daniel. He put his foot in the ground, Clint. Yes, he did. And he just slung it down the field and took a shot in the chops. Did a backward somersault, uh-huh. popped up onto his knees just in time to watch Jermaine Burton tiptoe into the end zone. Clint. Yes, he did. And he knew the hit. Was, he, he One of his eyes looked over there, saw the man mm. coming, and said, I don't care. Let's talk about the narrative that Georgia can't block these Michigan pass rushers, Clint. Aiden Hutchinson, what had happened was... What had happened was the highest against trophy... Big Ten offensive lines. Uh-huh. And now you came down to where the big boys play football. And Stetson Bennett the fourth ran circles around you. And Warren McClendon and Jamari Sawyer put, put, Sawyer put you in the cooler and just said, you'll stay over here for the entire game. Nothing from, Daniel, from these edge rushers. Nothing. It was, it was like a video game where I could see dollar signs floating up above Jamari and Jamari made so much money, guys. This game—that's the number one pick in the NFL draft potentially. And and Jamari said, "You will not only take my fists in your chest; you will like it, and you will go to the ground when I want you to, and you will dance like a little ballerina when I command you to." And that's exactly what it. It was two idiots on Friday. Clint told you not to sleep on. Michigan getting zero sacks. Idiot how number many one. How many sacks did they get in this game, Clint? Idiot number two is across from me. We said they're not getting they're not getting any pressure. Don't sleep on that. And they got zero sacks. Their two vaunted defensive ends, our offensive line, shoved them around like it was nothing. Will Anderson is double the man these two guys are. We shut him down. We're going to shut him down again. We'll get to that later. We have plenty of time. But my goodness, that was incredible. Let's talk about um, how how Haskins and Corum. Oh, no, Corum. He's got 4-2 speed, Clint. 4-2 four, four two two speed, speed is what I've heard. You know who else has um, sub 4-2 speed? His name and is Nicobe Dean. 260 pounds. <laughs> His name is Nicobe Dean, and he is going to be a top 10 pick in this year's NFL draft, the best linebacker. And again, Roquan, and I love you, bro. He'll be the steal of the draft. He'll, he'll be, be the steal of the, of the draft. draft. Y'all, y'all I saw a man, and, and I use that term, and the, I, I, I sense disrespect because it doesn't encompass who this man is enough. I'm sure. giving him the due respect. And stuff. You're Nicobe lumping Dean. him in with other boys who identify themselves as men. Correct. But this is Correct. a man. We're talking um, about Nicobe Dean is otherworldly. He is a freak of nature. He is our best defensive player. 
He He's the came best. running across that formation, Clint, into the backfield. I've watched it 200 times, and I can't I, see it enough. I started when that before the play was snapped. I saw the motion, saw it all go down, saw McNamara turn, and I started sprinting around a pool table. I got a billiards there. I started sprinting around. I didn't even watch the TV. And my the people that were with me looked at me, and they said, what is going on? And I said, I just pointed the TV, and I said, just watch. Just watch. Just, he's gonna he's gonna decimate that man. It's gonna go for a loss. Just watch. It was other. Um, this this Georgia defensive front is. Um, I was told that Michigan that Georgia's never played a rushing attack like Michigan's. Georgia, in fact, hasn't played anybody. First Nobody. of all, no. and um, they've never played a rushing attack like Michigan's. Michigan runs the ball on everybody. Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Clint. Wisconsin. Okay. Well, see, what had happened was Michigan can't run the ball. And dear Lord, that poor kid cannot throw the ball. I'm uh, sorry. Somebody again tell me that Michigan can throw it when they need to. Because he pitched for 300-something yards in a loss to Michigan State. Tell me more. Michigan about State. About how my man can throw it if he needs to, because he threw it to Darion Kendrick twice. Okay. No, no. It was one of the worst offensive performances I've ever seen from a team in a meaningful game. And listen to me, I've watched Notre Dame play in the college football playoff. Michigan might be the worst team to ever make the college football playoff. I don't. If Cincinnati Uh played Michigan. Ten times on a neutral field, Clint. Give me Cincinnati at least seven of those ten times. They Michigan might be the worst team to ever make the college football playoff. And I know as a Georgia fan, I'm not supposed to say that because it makes us look worse. It, it just feeds into this narrative that Alabama fans are going to be throwing at me like, like we haven't played anybody. I'm sorry, but we'll get to Alabama fans in a minute. Michigan is a really bad team. Now listen, here's the thing about Michigan. They can maybe put something together under Jim. I, I believe that this could be a stepping stone for them. 100%. I don't disparage the Michigan program. Nope. Right? I don't disparage the Michigan program. But this team did not belong on the field with Georgia, and it showed. It absolutely showed, Clint. We were superior in every single phase of the game. We're going to come back, talk about a few more things that everybody's talking about, then get to things that nobody's talking about that Daniel and I noticed in this game and wrap up. But first, Daniel's going to let you know about Built Bar. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. It comes in a wide variety of delicious flavors, uh, chocolate, caramel, fruit flavors, birthday cake flavors, whatever you want. Built Bar has got it. Go to BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code locked on, or locked on 15 and you're going to get 15% off your first order. It's a new year. You probably are trying to eat healthier. I don't know. I'm just speculating that about you. It's not like I know you, but I'm just I'm just wildly guessing that you're trying to take better care of yourself this year. What? And let me just spoil it for you. You're not going to do that. Do you know why? Because you like doing things that are unhealthy and you don't like doing things that are healthy. Built Bar is a way to break that cycle because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Do you know what you like? Candy bars. Do you know what you don't like? Eating healthy things. What if I told you you could eat something that was high in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar, keto approved if that's the diet of your choice, and it would taste like a candy bar? 
chocolate, brownie, orange cream, raspberry, dark chocolate. They come in a, a lemon cheesecake. There's a million delicious flavors. All of them are available right now at BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your order. Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar there is. All right, Daniel, a couple other things that everybody's talking about that we should talk about. Um, the best offensive player we have is not Stetson Bennett. No. Is not, is not James Cook. No. Otherworldly. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. His name uh-huh. is Brock Bowers. Ladies and gentlemen, Brock Bowers showed I'm you sorry, on just drive. To be sorry, just to be clear. You said Please. the best offensive player we have, and by we, you mean America. I mean college football. Okay, thank you. So yeah, best no. offensive player we collectively Correct. have as a people. Um, Guys, Brock Bowers showed at drive one. And, and the reason he showed at drive one, Daniel, wasn't the incredible catch that he made against the sideline that actually was a little overthrown that he had to pirouette oh, not a little twist. Overthrown. Okay, I was trying to be kind. Pirouette Oof. twist, mid-air, catch on his fingertips, bring in and try to continue running. It was insane. It was incredible. It was every single thing you want. But Daniel, this is the... So everybody's going to talk about that. Everybody's going to talk about his incredible press. Um, and maybe we're going to get to what people aren't talking about in a second, so let's just stick with this. Brock Bowers is the best weapon we've had in years, Daniel, in decades. I When he caught that ball in the first half, in the first quarter, by the way, did you watch the alternate broadcast, and did you see Kirby jump when Brock Bowers went up and caught Left. that ball? Kirby gave a little leap. Of faith and Brock Bowers came down when he caught that ball. I texted you and I said something that I'm going to repeat on the podcast, and I'm sure everyone will hate it and say I'm overreacting, and everyone will say recency, whatever nonsense. I don't care. The kid's just a freshman, he is a true freshman. He played high school football last year, he is and will be at graduation the best uh-huh. pass catcher that the University of Georgia has ever had on campus. Ever. I mean in terms of talent. I mean in terms of production. I mean in terms of value to the team. I don't care. Best pass catcher that Georgia will have ever had on campus at the time of Brock Bowers move on to the moving on to the NFL draft. He's unbelievable, Clint. All week for 30 days Michigan's defensive coordinator has been trying to draw up a game plan against who Clint against who is the only person against Alabama that made any reasonable difference in the offensive scheme for Georgia the only kid from wine country Daniel the only thing that the Michigan defensive coordinator has been thinking about is Brock Bowers. And on the opening drive of the game, Clint, Brock Bowers had three catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. On the opening drive of the game, when everyone was looking at him, Alabama defensive coordinator, who I believe to be still be drunk from New Year's Eve. Like, did you see him on the sidelines, by the way? He was. He, he came in and said, "We're playing Cincy. No, we we fine. Nah. We fine. Give me that flash. We're gonna be fine. <laughs> we're gonna be 
boy, he looked rough over there on those sidelines. It was bad. I dare you to stop Brock Bowers, Alabama, in the national championship game. I dare you because no one else can. So let's not let's not worry about it. No, because you're not doing it either. No, no. Um, All right, let's. There is so much to talk about in this game that was incredible. Ad Mitchell. We can talk about Kenny McIntosh. We can talk about Todd Munkin, and we're going to get to him because I think it's more important. Continuing on learning from Alabama and watching good Stetson and watching good offense going forward. We're going to talk about that. James Cook, by the way, Daniel and I again, two idiots got on this podcast and said. If Zeus gets 15 carries for 65 yards and James Cook touches the ball 8 to 10 times, oh my goodness, that's going to be great. And that's exactly what happened. Zeus got first downs when they were needed. James Cook got out there, got the ball, and balled out and made himself some money. You want to talk about a versatile weapon in in the NFL and in any offense. And I think we're going to see that continue. Okay, so yeah, well, you better you better hope we do. We'll get to Alabama later on in the week, but you better hope. That that freaking continues. Rinse, or... repeat. That's all Thank we're you. asking. Thank um, you. Now let's all right, talk let's about start... what nobody's talking about, Clint. That's what this is almost a don't sleep on, but post. in retrospect, That's it's exactly a post right. don't sleep on. I I love it. We've never done it before in the history I... of the podcast. Okay, look, here's the deal, guys. I we were explosive. Stetson hit his shots. James Cook run all over the place. I get that. Do you tell us more? Why? Do you know why he was able to do? All of those things, why Brock was able to catch, while James Cook was able to run, while we had Kenny McIntosh showed himself out. Do you know why? Brock Bowers. I do. Darnell Washington. Um, Lad McConkey. Lad freaking okay. McConkey. He weighs okay. 123 pounds. Jorge Pickens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kiaris Jackson. Kiaris Jackson getting his nose all sorts of dirty up in what that line. What a catch called back by penalty, by the way, by Kiaris Jackson. That what a catch. Freaking unbelievable. They blocked on the edge better than we have seen the entire year. And that's what set up this offense able to do. So getting those guys on the edge. We talked about getting space out on the edges to go ahead and do the things. The only reason they were able to get space on the edges, the only reason that they were there is because our wide receivers and our tight ends were blocking downfield with absolute abandonment, like their hair was on fire. Like blocking downfield was just as good as catching a touchdown pass. And it was a thing because guess what? It led to touchdowns. It led to scores and it led to wins. It was beautiful to watch i was flipping out the entire time watching that edge blocking daniel it it was a thing of tremendous beauty and i'm going to i'm going to take it one step further because you mentioned jamari sawyer earlier and jamari made a lot of money this is a guy that's supposed to be playing guard clint just let that sink in really quick guys but let me be the first to say Shame on me, shame on you, Thank you, and shame on all of the rest of the people for thinking that Jamari Sawyer should play any position other than left tackle because he's a better left tackle than any of these five-star left tackle recruits could ever hope to be. Okay? Daniel, he's, Andrew Thomas is, mm-hmm. is the best tackle we've ever seen come through Georgia. Yep. I mean, Isaiah Wynn is pretty good. 
Isaiah Wynn was pretty good. I'm telling you right now, depending on how this last game goes, he might be number two. Listen, he you wanna you wanna act like by the way, last time we played Alabama. Mm-hmm. Say more. Was there was there injuries on the offensive line? I can't remember. Was the offensive line healthy? I think we are shuffling around the offensive line a little bit, Daniel. Was the uh, hold on, is the offensive line healthy now? Oh, we healthy. We all here. Okay. Cause I want to actually move away from Jamari Sawyer for a second. Because Big number 70, Mr. McClendon, deserves a lot of – because Aiden Hutchinson didn't line up on the left side of the offensive line the whole night, Clint. He moved around. Ojabo's supposed to be good. Did you hear me, Michigan fans? Ojabo. I got it. Ojabo. I learned how to say his name. He didn't make me learn how to say his name because he did nothing. You understand? Nothing. He did nothing. But I still learned how to say his name, Ojabo. He's still he's still not good at football compared to Georgia, this. but this whatever. So good. Aiden Hutchinson moved over to the right side of the offensive line, and and Warren McClendon, he just said, "You come get some of this if you want it, because I got plenty to spare." How about right next to Warren McClendon? Yep, much maligned, big number fifty, Warren Erickson. Now there there have been some times this year, Clint, a lot of times when when you and I and many other people. Have said Warren McClendon's a weak link on this offensive line. The run blocking is not sufficient. the The pass pro is weak up the middle at times. Warren McClendon doesn't seem to drive off the ball the way that typical guards for the University of Georgia have done in the past. Let me tell you, Warren McClendon had himself a day in this yeah. game. the The run blocking, the pass pro, and the overall level of dominance from this i was told just back to things i was told i was told michigan had the best offensive line in the country clint i think a trophy was given to them for such excellence i'm sorry because robert beal gave me the little man when he just said tackle he said he's small he's a small guy you put on me um uh, that that offensive line compared to Georgia's offensive line, you would not have been able to guess who received the award for best offensive line in college football. Those offensive linemen deserve a heck of a lot of credit. A heck of a lot of credit. Same with the perimeter blocking. Uh, we're going to come back, talk about a few more things, wrap up what maybe everybody's talking about, what nobody's talking about that we are. But first, hey, Georgia fans. This is Clint. With an incredible opportunity for you to buy gas... At Get Upside, listeners right now are making 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE, that's promo code SCORE, and get a bonus 25 cent per gallon on your first fill up. That's 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your bank account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download free Get Upside app and use promo code SCORE to get up 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE. All right, Clint. Um, 
there's so many narratives that were debunked in this game. We've talked about several of them. We've All talked about some some kind of under the radar stuff. We've talked about some very much on top of the radar stuff. Big picture takeaways from this game, though, Clint. Here, yes. Mm. Yes. Georgia's still very good. Do so you understand? This is, what, this is what I came away from this game. I know Michigan not as good. Okay. And and sorry, not sorry, Michigan fan, but them the breaks. Like you just you didn't have the talent, you didn't have the skill, you didn't have the coaching as we did. But here's the thing that reminded me for most of the season who Georgia was. We pressured Cade McNamara, not a good quarterback, I get that, but an Outland Trophy winning offensive line. We pressured them 30 times this game, okay? That's 30. There's a three and a zero. All the dogs mm. ate. Jalen Carter, by the way, Jalen Carter went through mm. a literal, like like a drill that you set up with three guys against one trying to get to the quarterback. He he went through that in real time. It only happens in practice. But he shed one, two, three to try to get a pressure, and he did so in exquisite effectiveness. It was scary. Trayvon Walker body bagged a man. We didn't talk about Nicobe Dean had an unbelievable performance. Yes. But I think Trayvon Walker might have been the defensive player of the game. I know Darion Kendrick had two picks. I know Nicobe Dean had a million tackles and was everywhere. But the way Trayvon Walker played in this game is everything we've been wanting to see from Trayvon Walker. He everything. He By was way, unbelievable. In this game. Um you get one more game with Trayvon Walker because he's about to go get paid first round money. Like I I don't make the rules, and I they wish it wasn't true. They all are. Do you understand oh. what I'm saying? They all are. This game reminded me who we are. And let me show you a couple things. Michigan wanted to do a couple Y leaks and a couple Y delays, a couple little tight end pops, a couple little outs that were going to be open for them. They wanted to exploit the over-aggressiveness of Georgia and the pressure. They thought, you know what, if we get our tight ends over the middle, if we do this, and they were successful a couple plays. There was one throw mm-hmm. that I think their their biggest play was 20 yards downfield, down the middle of the field. Outsides were not. Keely Ringo shut down his side. Darion was shutting down his, like, Keely Ringo, by the way. They they, th- they threw at Keely Ringo. I counted one time in the one. whole game, and was it, it was eleven yards. It was yard. it it was no. It was like right beyond the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Okay. So it was the first. Okay. Darion got beat. Darion got beat on one play. Yeah. They hit him over the top, and he immediately recognized. You know, he got he just got a little slow out of his break, and guy ran right by him and yeah. beat him over the top. And then he had two interceptions in the game and did not give up a meaningful catch after that. Keely Ringo, on the other hand, was just freaking Keely Ringo Island over there. Nothing. Nothing Uh, happening. Zero. Okay. So here's what reminded me of that. Michigan had that. It was an okay game plan when you don't have a guy like Waddle or Mechie or anything that Bama has. You're going to go Y-Leaks. You're going to do screens. You're going to do that little out pass to Quorum and all that crap. Um, We not only took their best shot that they had, we demolished their best shot. They didn't have any opportunity to set up those Y-Leaks, those Y-Delays, the outside runs, the outside passes, the satellite screens, nothing, because we demoralized and absolutely suffocated them like an anaconda the entire time. Georgia fan, we're back. Like, we had one blip on the radar, okay? That's it. But this game reminded me 
We can neutralize whatever it is you can throw at us. We can take it, and we can make it non-existent. And this game showed me that on offense and on defense. It was it was exquisite. And and here's the thing, George fan. And we got a whole week's worth of shows. Um, we got a show out on Monday, the day of the national championship game. I don't know what the heck we're gonna do this weekend, Clint. I don't know what I don't know what life looks like um around a national championship game, but we'll figure it out. We'll, right? we'll get there together. We got, whole, we got a whole week's worth of shows. Okay. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Alabama. We're gonna be talking to Alabama. Alabama fans, how you doing? 1980. How you doing? 1980. Get it, get it out of your type system. Type in the comments. Just type it right in the comments. Uh huh. Yes, sir. Now, uh, here's what you have a week to decide, Georgia fan. Oh, you have oh, one man. week. No, no, no. I'm just I'm explaining to you how life works. Okay. Oh, thank you. You have one week to decide. That blip on the radar that we had mm-hmm. is it because we played Alabama? Or is it because it was a blip on the radar? Because if it was a blip on the radar, we have seen that Georgia is who Georgia is against everyone that they've played. And Michigan fans will be the first to tell you that they have not played anybody all year. And that, I assume, continues even to now. They have still not played anybody, according to Michigan fans. Uh. Is that who we are? And we just had a blip because we had a blip. Yep. You understand? Because of us. Because we did things that we shouldn't have done. Because we made mistakes that we should have corrected. Or did Georgia have a blip because they went up against a team that made us blip? A you understand monster. the difference? Is it because yep. of things that they did? Things that they ran? things that they can do that's the question you have to answer because if you answer it one way you gotta like your chances on monday oh yes you because the odds of that blip coming back for a second time pretty low not non-existent but pretty low but if it's the other answer to the question then this game georgia was fun but it's not going to mean a whole lot come Monday nope. because guess what? Um, Cade McNamara, as much as you might want him to, ain't walking through that door on no. Monday night. They have a quarterback. Name? Alabama has a quarterback, and he can play football. He is not a JV walk-on. Okay? No, sir. Um, the, the just happy to be there taking videos on their cell phones before the game, that sort of Michigan fake attitude, that's not going to be present on Monday night. That's not coming through the door. You're going to have to beat this Alabama team if you're going to beat them. And so, Georgia fans, that's what – let me know. Put it in the comments. Get down in there with the Alabama fans. Put it in the comments. Let me know. Is the blip – was it us or was the blip Alabama? Because that's going to determine everything into how the outcome of Monday night goes. Clint, it's going to be a wild week, man. We're here. Um, We're here. Emotional 
emotional roller coaster. Call, you know what? Prepay for counseling sessions now. You're, yeah. you're going to need them. Uh, hey, he's Daniel. I'm Clint. This is Locked on Bulldogs here on Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya.